0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Bavarian Podcast Works. Joining me today for the post-game show is Marcus and we're going to be discussing the 2-2 draw that Bayern Munich have just had away from home with RB Leipzig in the Bundesliga. Do you have any initial thoughts about this game, Marcus?
1: Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, I thought it was, I know this sounds cliche, but I thought it was a game of two halves, so to say. Um I thought Bayern looked very risky in the first half. Um, you know, being very vulnerable to, to Leipzig's counters. While I, I thought the, the two substitutions, um, Guerrero and Tell, like really did wonders for Tuchel, um and Bayern. So I thought yeah, I thought it was a, a good second
0: half, uh, a quite a bad first half.
1: How do you f- think about the game?
0: I think The second half had maybe some moments, but for me, it was still very poor. The first half was tragic. It was genuinely the worst half I've seen from Bayern Munich in a very, very long time. I genuinely think I could have coached the team better than that because that was pathetic. The amount of bad decisions that went into the starting eleven itself and then the tactical decisions were just so poorly done. Leipzig... Look to not press the centre-backs until they looked to come forward. The second they stepped up, that's when we saw either Yusuf Paulsen or Lois Openda try and push forward. And when they're doing that, you have to take the initiative and try and run with the ball. But the centre-backs just didn't do that. The centre-backs kept passing it sideways between each other or passing it to Kimmich, who dropped into the midfield or dropped into the defensive line from midfield, which further alienated the middle because then there was no one in the middle because, of course, as we know, Leon Goretzka doesn't play as a midfielder anymore. And this sort of alienation completely broke our build-up structure and we ended up U-shaping because the only way we could actually progress the ball was by getting into the fullback and then the winger. But because David Raum was constantly man-marking Leroy Zane and Benjamin Hendricks had a great game against Kingsley Coman, we just could not get the ball into the middle. And this even alienated, you know, Harry Kane and eventually Jamal Musiala started dropping into the half space to try and aid the overload. And even that didn't work because Java Schlager kept following him and kept putting the ball back. It was a tragic first half. There was so much that could have gone better. There was a fundamental flaw in the back four and it just did not work out. But I wanna hear what your thoughts on are on some of the individual performances because there were some interesting ones.
1: Uh yeah, there were indeed. Um I thought, uh, well, to start with, I think you're right in, in the sense that the fullbacks were not very good for Bayern today. I thought Lyamer is just not Bayern level at right-back position, um, while I also thought um, Alfonso Davies had a quite a poor game today. Um, Goretzka was not good uh, as well, and I thought Tuchel hit it on the head, um, substituting him. Um And Guerrero, and I might be wrong, Seiler, but I think, was it his first game for Bayern? His first Bundesliga
0: game, Guerrero? It is his first competitive game for Bayern, yeah.
1: I thought he did really well, and I thought that was one of the main um, changes. In the first half, Bayern played with, in my opinion, a clear 4-2-3-1. But that changed in the second half when Guerrero Guerrero came on uh, to a 4-1-4-1, where Guerrero... And uh, Musiala played just a bit um, ahead of Kimmich, who was the clear number six in the second half. And I thought that worked surprisingly well. I actually thought uh, possibly surprised by Guerrero today. Um, I th- I think Tell will become so much better. Um, He's he's a star in the making. Um, But the, the I, I think I have a different view on the second half maybe than you do.
0: Yeah, I think we do have very different views on it. Because while the individual performances did somewhat step up, the tactics were still very empty and i think even the substitution of jamal musiala for eric maxim Choupo-Moting was a massive mistake it just was not the right play
1: uh yeah i don't know i thought it was i mean i think that makes sense when when bayern like crosses more that obviously chupomoting is you know a, a clear uh, a clear threat in the air but uh talking about individual performances uh, what's your opinion on ulrich uh sven ulrich's game because in my opinion it is so clear that he is not it's not Bayern quality, but it's arguably not Bundesliga quality. I thought it was atrocious today. He uh, he got lucky that Forsberg missed. Uh, I think in the f- in the twelfth minute when he was you know basically passed to him, and the uh, the second goal was you know a, a goalie mistake. Um, so I think that will be interesting to see how Bayern um will adapt when now when Neuer comes back. I I suppose that Neuer will become the the first goalkeeper again. Um, but how. How good is he? You know, he's 37. He hasn't played football for almost a year. Uh, that Uh I think that's a position that maybe even in January or at least this summer, I think Bayern really has to think about. Um, I haven't seen the new goalkeeper, Parrots because uh, I didn't watch the game against Münster. But uh Ulreich is just not it, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I have to agree with you on that. Ulreich is probably a zweiter Bundesliga keeper at best right now. He was not good enough at all today. He made, I think, one good movement when uh sheshko was through on goal about yeah, 75 yeah. minutes in or something that was it everything that else was nice. he was is poor
1: <laughs> yo that's true i mean he did save a point there didn't he so yeah maybe i'm i'm talking too much uh too much trash i mean um, he
0: did also drop a point when he let shimoka or lukeba's header in
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no but i i mean i
1: guess i think you are right Seyler, in the in the in your review of the first half um I thought Leipzig's game plan was quite obvious in in a sense. They narrow, narrowly played a four four two defensively, um, and they really took advantage of Bayern's like incredibly high line defense. Um, they were able to stress uh, Kimmich and especially Goretzka whenever they were on the ball, and you know then explode. And I think that's kind of how the the first goal happened. Um, but I thought Tuchel did his Substitutes right uh, in today's game. Um, and even, yes, it wasn't a fantastic Bayern performance. However, I thought, I think that Leipzig is a, quite a good team. Um, I think Leverkusen is quite a good team. So I think I want to, to stress on that as well. That I'm, I'm, I'm happy that there is some serious Bundesliga contenders. I don't necessarily think that Bayern are a lot worse than last year. I actually think the Bundesliga has raised uh, a few uh, levels.
0: I think it's actually a bit of both because I do think Nagelsmann's Bayern was far better than this. But I can see where you're coming from because I do think uh, Leverkusen is the best team in Germany right now. And they play such good football. Like, it is beautiful to watch. They had a poor game against Bayern and they still walked away with the point. That's the kind of football that they're playing right now. But yeah, Bayern are just, they're not there. They have all the talent, but they just, they're not there. We can see it in Tuchel's tactics. They change game to game. He has no idea what he's doing. Leipzig had a very clear game plan. I was writing a tactical preview on this, which unfortunately I didn't get to publish prior to the game due to ill health. But that preview had this exact game plan in it. It was that predictable. I knew what was gonna happen. How did Tuchel not know what's going to happen? The exact same pre- pressing structure that I exhibited. Poulsen and Openda press the centre-backs. The double pivot follows the midfielders. The wide players come short on the full-backs. Koman drops into the half-space to try and get the ball. Koman didn't do that because Tuchel didn't instruct him to do that. So, of course, we couldn't get the ball beyond the defensive line. So, we just kept U-shaping. We tried to play the ball down the line and it just wouldn't happen because David Raum is, of course, a fantastic left-back. And Hendricks yes. would not let Koman get past ever ever and it was such a poor game from the attackers too come on was so indecisive Kane barely got on the ball Musiala had a couple of moments yeah go ahead
1: sorry sorry I, I I agree with you that the attackers maybe they didn't especially in the first half didn't, didn't play well at all but I think the German I, I was watching it on German TV and I think they said that the penalty uh, goal for Bayern Munich was Kane's tenth touch during <laughs> during the game, which sounds quite mental, uh, but maybe I was wrong, maybe I heard wrong. Um, but how did you think of his performance?
0: That that sounds about right because he was completely bummed out of the game with Shimakon and Castelo Lukeba pushing up higher. Kane was struggling for space. And with Musiala dropping into wide pockets, he had no option but to try and sit between the lines and it just wouldn't happen because Schlager and Campbell were far too, far too compact. Even when Schlager was tracking uh, Musiala out into the wide areas, Campbell was always blocking the passing lanes to the middle, which again forced Byron to go out wide. The only time Kane got on the ball when he, was when he was out wide. Kane never got the ball in the middle. And when he did, Shumakon was immediately on him and got the ball off him within, you know, half a second. It was a complete shutdown of Kane. And it shows that Tuchel does not know what to do with
1: him. Um, Who impressed you most in the Leipzig team?
0: That's a good question, because I've been watching this team for a while this season. I think this game in particular, David Raum was just really good. He shut down Zane and Musiala for most of the game. But I have to give credit yeah, to was. Schlager too. He was. Who he was fantastic.
1: Um, I, I mean... I'm gonna go basic and I, I thought Openda was fantastic the first forty five, but he did kind of filter out uh in the second half. Uh Ram, you're right. He was uh he was really, really good. Um and I also thought that he, he works in silence, but I also really like Schlager. Um I think he's he's a he's a really you know helpful player so to say. Like he, he doesn't do any, any of the flashy stuff, but I think he, he does a lot of right in the midfield. And in my opinion, you know, Schlager and Kampf Campbell, uh, they completely won the midfield battle the first half. Um but I think yeah they, they played well Leipzig. I'm I was possibly surprised to see them. Um who if if you have any, who was your favorite uh, who who do you think at Bayern played best today?
0: I mean that you don't not exactly a lot of good choices, but I guess Leo is an A like for sure that's that's about it he completely ignored Tuchel's tactics about 60 minutes in and just started dribbling through players for fun and you know what I have to respect the grind for that
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah maybe <laughs> I think he's been really good um so okay so we we've uh talked a little bit about the game um clearly Ryan you have some big ideas why Tuchel is I guess not the coach for you um I thought, I mean, considering that Bayern hasn't a game of weight so far this season, I, I think I will save myself for uh, from calling for his head, so to say. Um, but what do you think? What do you think should happen to this Bayern team moving forward? You're clearly not very very content with what's happening. Uh, is it a simple question of firing the coach, or is it? Do you have a few uh, tips and tricks for Tuchel if he is listening?
0: Can we fire Tuchel? Is that even possible? Would the board go for it? We've only no, had I him mean, I, for five months.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I'm not sure. And I mean, I do agree with you, Ryan, that Nagisman's Bayern was better than this. Um, I'm of the opinion that Nagisman should never be fired. And I yeah. think that will go down as one of the worst histories uh, of a Bayern board ever. Um, But I mean, I have seen a bit of improvement, I suppose, uh, since the End of the 2022 23 season with Tuchel, so that's why I'm I mean, I'm not as trigger happy as, uh, let's say the likes of I Need No Name in firing coaches. I, I believe that it, if you fire a coach every six months, it will just do your club more damage than good. Um, but, but what does Bayern need though, in your opinion? Uh, if it's not firing Tuchel, what, what does Bayern need? Is it in, in as a number six in January?
0: I mean, that is actually required. I will say that for all of his problems, he at least knows that there is a problem with the number six position in the squad. I would say Jao is not the ideal profile. I would want someone who's a bit younger, someone like Mats Vifa. Uh Probably would have gone for Ibrahim Sangare had he not left uh, this summer for, I believe, Forest is. But... Yeah, number six is needed. And, I mean, Tuchel needs to figure out his tactics, man. Like, this is tragic. Like, it doesn't seem like they're doing any pregame research. It seems like they're just coming into each match with an idea of, okay, let's try this now, without thinking about the team in front of them or how it's going to affect the players themselves. It's just Tuchel throwing ideas at a dartboard and everyone clapping. Because every time it seems like he's come up with... A tactic that might work for a couple games, he changes it. Like, today, after having the two-striker formation, which worked pretty decently against United and Bochum, completely changed it up just to facilitate Muziala. And then he brought Coman on the left, which just doesn't work with Muziala and Kane, as we've seen before, because there's no connect between those three players. And you don't even have Coman in his previous role, where he was coming narrow, you just have him out wide again. These are such confusing decisions. Like, You've made Goman play three different roles that have nothing to do with anyone else on the pitch in the span of seven weeks. Like, what, what, what's your game plan here? What, what's the tactic? Figure it out. Like, it is horrible watching this Bayern Munich team play because every game is a surprise and not in a good way.
1: Were you a fan when uh, Klinsmann
0: was Bayern coach? I was probably around four-year-olds when Klinsman okay. was Bayern coach.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Then uh, believe me, my friend, it, it can look worse. Um, <laughs> but granted, if you don't like Tuchel ball, then, uh, then that's your opinion. Uh, I think the last uh, question I have for you, uh, I must say I'm quite impressed by your technical knowledge, Ryan. Uh, you have a lot lot of good things to say. Um, Thank you. What's your opinion on um, Masrawi and Tom Miller not getting a single second?
0: Oh, I was crying about both of those constantly in the match, that wasn't I? Yeah. I believe Mazravi should have started this game, obviously. Uh, Muller, I, so I, can, too, yeah. I can understand Muller being dropped, at least, me but too, he should have come off he should have come off the bench 100%, especially with the way Leipzig's double pivot was combating. We need someone like Muller who can open up the spaces in the middle, especially because Kane was way too static and he was drifting to the half spaces to try and get the ball. We needed someone who can open up spaces in the middle and confuse Shimakon and Lukeba. And we just don't have that Muziala because for all the -the on-the-ball skill that Muziala has, Muziala doesn't have the game IQ to move these players around. And we need a Muller for that. And Masraoui, man, I don't know what he has to do to get a start at this point. Like, no, what, I, what is I up completely, with that?
1: I completely agree with you, Uh, with Masraoui. Um, I thought Limer it's clear that his right back is not his natural position. And he looks a bit lost out there. I thought, yeah, I thought it also was weird that Masraoui was um getting the start today. Or that he got some minutes because I thought Limer was not good at all the first 45 minutes. Um, yeah. Then before we say bye, I just have one more question because I'm I'm interested. If if you are the the Bayern sporting director and the Bayern uh, board comes to you and say Tuchel uh, is gone, mm-hmm. uh, you know you have one more. Uh, you can you can
0: hire a coach. Who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. I would. I mean, ooh, that's a really good question. If it, if it was is, the
1: thing is you can't you can't say like Xabi be Alonso because he's obviously in Leverkusen. It has to be a, a kind of like a realistic move.
0: If if we had the luxury, I would say we wait until Klopp's contract expires because Klopp can definitely whip this team into shape. But until then, probably someone like Oliver Glasner. He's really good. Yeah. He's he's yeah. good at setting up quick attacks too. But I think Klopp is the perfect manager for this type of squad. The kinds of things he could do if he has midfield options like palinia and Kimmich and Goretzka and Leimer, Like he could whip those guys into shape. I can see Goretzka becoming a Wijnaldum-esque player under Klopp but, of course, Klopp needs to instill discipline into these guys more than anything. We've got the defense. Like, K. and Dilik, these are all Klopp-type players. They're all very good on the ball. They're all quick. They're all... Well, Dilik may not be the quickest, but he's still pretty fast. They're all quick. They're all strong. They're all good on the ball. We've got the kind of wing backs that he wants. Mazraoui is maybe not as creative as Trent, but he's certainly got the ideas. Davies is... I mean, he's a freak of nature. He can do everything that you know, you need of a wing-back. We've got the kind of striker that Klopp wants. Kane has a very similar profile to old Lewandowski, which Klopp, you know, used Lewandowski to probably his best years prior to Bayern. I mean, I would say that Lewandowski's last few Dortmund years were far better than his first few years at Bayern. So, that is kind of where I'm at with this. Mm. But, like, considering Mm. that Klopp is
1: a coach... um, Yeah, I would would say... Would I would you? No, no. I, I think it's a good answer, though. I think it's a good answer. But I mean, would you still let Tuchel be the coach for Bayern's next game?
0: I think we don't have a choice right now. I think I would get my mm. head called if I went for Tuchel's head right now. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. That was good answers, I believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a paradoxical situation. How have we got to here?
1: Yeah. Well, it, I, I mean, I, I I'm always the one. I think I'm a I'm a person who who views the the glass half full rather than half empty. But but um, I think that's that's all the time. At least I have, uh, Siler. I thank you for uh, for talking to me after a, a two two draw at Leipzig. It's been lovely.
0: I just want us all to remember that seven months ago, João Cancelo played a past to Serge Gnabry, and we made it three nil against PSG. That was seven months ago. It feels like it happened a decade ago. (laughs) Should we leave it at that? Yeah, I think that's a good point to end it on. (laughs) Jesus, Mary and Joseph.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, thanks. Have a good one.
0: Yeah, you too, man. And I hope the rest of you have a good one, too. You can catch us at Bavarian Podcast Works on Spotify, at Bavarian FP Works on Twitter. You can find Chuck Smith at The Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can find Tom Adams at TommyIDM71 on Twitter. And you can find I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can find me on Twitter as well at CYL3R. I think that's about it. We hope to see you guys very soon, and hopefully we have a better performance next time around.